the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one I have been and always shall be your friend Generation. I'm your host, Rob Logan, and joining me in the studio today is Mike Volbeck. Hello. And Anna. Hello. Hello. We haven't seen Anna in a while. I know. Wow. She does <laughs> exist. <laughs> I'm still here, people. She's not just the mythical geek girl that, like, appears randomly. Actually, you kind of are the mythical geek girl that just I do appear randomly, randomly. yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I literally appear whenever I can, which is never. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so after the show today, we're already talking about things after the show. We're having a creative meeting as a staff to kind of, like shape the podcast as we start moving forward but the thing that we would like you to do to help us out is to take a quick feedback survey yes we're having the creative meeting today but that doesn't mean that your feedback is not welcome we can still take it and use it uh as we move Mm. forward anyway but if you go to the geekgeneration.com slash feedback it will take you to a quick 10 question survey it should take you less than five minutes most people it's taking even less than that just to kind of give your opinion on the show and uh, as we find out what you guys like and maybe some of the things that you don't like, we can just shape the show better for you as we move forward. Again, thegeekgeneration.com slash feedback. We really appreciate that. So I want to do a quick review uh, to start us off on the show here. And you guys can see over in the corner of the room or the studio, wherever the hell we are, is a an electronic co-host of sorts for uh, this portion of the show. And it she will join us for the majority of the show. So if you want to address it at any time, feel free. Uh, But this is Amazon Echo Mm. for people that are not familiar with it. We talked about it on the show a little bit, a little while ago, at least. Uh, Echo is a Wi-Fi Bluetooth speaker. So I say she because the wake up word for the Amazon Echo, there's two possible wake up words. There's Amazon and then there's Alexa. Oh, it turned on. So there's a blue light on top and it's waiting for my command. A little bit of green to it. Oh, there it moved. Yeah. So (laughs) if I say something like, Alexa, what are you? I'm an Amazon Echo. What? It talks back. And has been replaced by a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, what do you do? I can play music, answer questions, get the news and weather, create to-do lists and much more. Are you creeped out yet? <laughs> no. Uh, it's yeah, not that it's different from cool. Siri so far. Okay. Well, there are lots of things Very that cool. Amazon Echo can do. I usually use the wake-up word of Amazon, but I figured we'd be saying Amazon Echo quite a few times, mm. so I didn't want that to happen all the time. But uh, there's a lot of cool things that it can do, like creating your shopping list. I keep this downstairs in the kitchen most of the time, mm. and there is an app for Echo that is on your iPhone or Android device or whatever. One of the nice things about it is that When you're using the app, it gives you a stream of any of the questions that you've asked as you're going through. So it will list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the main reason it does that is so that 
you can say, uh, it'll always say after it did Echo hear you properly. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly improving the voice capability, although I've had very few issues with it at all. So it's actually very good at recognizing anybody's voice. Mm -hmm. You can go through some processes to make it more accurate and make it better, but I really haven't needed to do that yet. Does it learn? It does. It does. So it learns. And you can also say if it heard wrong or anything, you can say, no, it didn't hear me correctly. And it saves that input. So this syncs up with it. But I use this for my shopping list now, too. Mm. So I can tell Echo to add things to my shopping list and they'll pop up in the app. So when I go to the grocery store, I have a checklist and I can check them off as I get them that way, which is really cool. So I could say something like, Alexa, add ice cream to my shopping list. I've put ice cream on your shopping list. And it's already right there. And I can hit view shopping list. And it has all the things that I've so far put on that list. And if I forget, let's say I'm listing it somewhere else, I can say, Alexa, what's on my shopping list? You have three items on your shopping list. Ice cream. Apples. Chicken. Well done. Wow. That's (laughs) impressive. Right? If you have a ton of them, it'll only list the five most recent, but it'll also say, do you want me to keep listing? And uh-huh. you can keep getting them that way, too. So that's nice. Uh, it's useful for weather. So I can say, Alexa, what's the weather for next Tuesday? Here's the forecast for Tuesday, March 3rd in Milford. Look for partly sunny weather with a high of 29 and a low of 25. Well, Rob just gave away his location. <laughs> I don't care. The Batcave. It's it? a big town. Well, you own a gym in Westerly. Yeah. So I could say, Alexa, what's the weather in Westerly, Rhode Island? In Westerly, Rhode Island, there's a winter storm warning in effect from 3 p.m. Sunday, March 1st Bullshit. to 7 a.m. Monday, March 2nd. The current weather is 29 degrees with cloudy skies. Today's forecast has snowy weather with a high of 32 and a low of 28. Lots of info. Wow, she's detailed. <laughs> right. Normal woman. This is good. This is good. <laughs> Ask a question. Get a paragraph. Uh, one of the reasons that she no might offense, be. Anna, you're not really a woman. You're kind of a dude. Yeah, I know. But yeah, okay. One of the reasons she might be useful to the show is we can ask her questions as we go through. So I could say something like, Alexa, who is Batman? Batman is the vigilante alter ego of fictional millionaire Gotham City playboy Bruce Wayne. Wow. She is so detailed. It, it, where is it grabbing this information from? Online, it's connected to the internet. So it just immediately can get this information? It can. I can be more specific, too. Like, if I want more detailed information, I can say, Alexa, Wikipedia Batman. Batman is a fictional superhero who appears in American comic books published by DC Comics, as well as in a number of movie, television, and video game adaptations. Okay, I need this thing. You want to try one? I I can't (laughs) think of anything but dirty stuff. So um, I'm constantly... Like pulling out my phone and Google searching yeah. just words or characters or this or that. Yeah. So now all I have to do instead of I don't even have to use my hands. I can just yell at a woman to give me the answer. <laughs> Info woman. Yeah. If you have uh like a an Android or like an Amazon Fire mm-hmm. tablet or anything or any tablet that uses Android yeah. or even on the phone, if I tell it to Wikipedia something, it will also put the entry on my phone automatically. It doesn't do that me. with Apple though. Uh I oh, think it app? would with oh. the app, yeah. Okay. So it will automatically put that website on my phone to look at through the app too so that's the way instead of having to type on whatever i can just ask the question and it pops up on my phone that's as well so too cool. right? that's crazy another thing that's cool too about having it in the kitchen is when you're measuring stuff out mm-hmm. so i can say alexa how many ounces are in one cup one cup equals eight fluid ounces 
Dang. That is helpful. That happens to me all the time. Right? Yeah. I use that constantly, but you can do like fractions and decimals and stuff. Yeah, because I cut recipes in half all the time and yeah. I get confused. Yeah. But that'll do it for you automatically just Crazy. like that, which is awesome. So you got the information part. There's entertainment aspects to it. So uh, if you guys feel like playing rock, paper, scissors real quick. <laughs> okay. Alexa, rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Let's play. Three, two, one. Rock. Oh, did we all put out? Oh, Volpe uh, won. Volpe put Volpe paper. Anna and I put scissors and we both lost. In case you're really bored, right, you can right. play rock, paper, scissors with a robot. Well, let's say you're playing a board game or maybe even Dungeons and Dragons yes. and you lose your dice. Alexa, roll a 20-sided die. I rolled a 20-sided die and got 11. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that's crazy, too, is that it's constantly adding things to it because it's connected to Amazon and their servers. I get emails since I'm a confirmed buyer like, oh, we've added this, this and this. And there's just new things on there. So when the Oscars came in, they added some movie quotes just for fun. Mm -hmm. So I could say, Alexa, party on, Wayne. Party on Garth. Oh, <laughs> this is great. Or, or. And how much does this entertainment go for? We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Alexa, I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> oh, this is great. So I'll periodically get emails just to tell me that this new stuff has been oh added. And it's all very entertaining, obviously. And it might seem like a gimmick, but there are actually useful applications to this. Now, I haven't even gotten to the primary function of the actual device because it is a Wi-Fi Bluetooth speaker. I can connect my phone and I have my uh, iPod connected through Bluetooth yeah. to that. So I can just hit like play to the other like it would be an Apple TV yep. or something and it'll play right through the speaker and I listen to my podcasts that way. But let's say I'm too lazy to even do that. I'm an Amazon Prime member and there's a ton of music on Prime that is free and I've chosen the stuff that I like. So I could say something like Alexa, play my music. Shuffling music. Is that you? That's the oh, like, who's connected. Down. Alexa, stop. Probably can. Alexa, stop. Damn right, woman. <laughs> so it actually hears well, the second fairly well above the uh, music to turn what it off. What if you tell it to do something like make me a grilled cheese sandwich? What will it do? <laughs> Try it. All right. Alexa, make me a grilled cheese sandwich. I wasn't able to understand Damn. the question I heard. Yeah. there. Are, I mean, there's obviously things that I can't do. I was hoping for a snarky remark. Oh. I could be more specific, <laughs> or a too. a recipe. Like, I could say, Alexa, play music by Our Lady Peace. Shuffling songs by Our Lady Peace. Alexa, stop. Oh, they, did she lower the music when yes. you yelled? And then whenever it hears the wake up word, it will automatically drop the volume of whatever is playing cool. so that it will hear me better, which is kind of cool. And if anyone has this and they're fans of the show, there's something else they can do. What? Now, this is tricky because our name is tough, so it doesn't always understand it because it's a really it can be kind of an awkward phrase to say. Alexa, play program The Geek Generation. You'd like to play the program called The Geek Generation, right? Yes. The Geek Generation. Getting the latest episode. Here it is from TuneIn. 
we are on. That is so cool. <laughs> that Amazon is Echo. very cool. This is very cool. Alexa, stop. So you get the point. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So we are on TuneIn if people want to listen to us that way. That's online as well. And there's a TuneIn app and everything. But if you have Amazon Echo, you can also listen to us that way. So I'm going to leave Alexa hooked up for the rest of the show. Uh, and if you guys feel the need, she is there to question <laughs> if we have any questions for it. Uh, but this is obviously very capable of very of a ton of different things. I was going to get just like a regular Bluetooth speaker, and I wanted one anyway for a while. The only downside of Echo is that the bass range is not as nice as like a, a higher end speaker. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good for music, but if you crank up the volume, you'll start to get some distortion, especially if it's a very bassy song. But that's really my only complaint. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, and I usually use it for listening to podcasts anyway, yeah. which are voice. So it's not really an issue for me to begin with. But it's normally a $199 device. But if you are a Prime member, I don't know if it's still the limited time offer. But it was available for $99 when I got it. That's, That's it. like nothing. That's, That's it. Apple TV. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. Will That's it give crazy. you directions if you ask where the closest something is? That is a good question. Well, I don't know if it knows exactly where I am. It just knows my zip code. So it might not be able to tell me where to go. And I'm not sure. I don't I'm know. Try. Go if you give it a shot. All right. What's her name? Alexa. Alexa. I already forgot her name. Typical. <laughs> Alexa, where is the closest Taco Bell? Sorry, I can't find the answer to the question you know I heard. This is typical. I talk. This is my typical. <laughs> Everything he wants to know, she doesn't know. She doesn't right. know. Mm, but he, you Google things like throughout the whole show always, though. So just try yeah. to remember to ask her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If we have questions Instead about of anything. Your phone out. Because mm. you're always like, wait, who's in that? Da, 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 da. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's always using his phone. Now we have a computer to look it up for us. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa, who is Dwayne Johnson? The Rock. Entertainer, born 1972, the American wrestler and actor. Cool. Yeah. I like her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Here you go. Alexa, Wikipedia Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold L. Schwarzenegger is an Austrian-born American actor, producer, activist, businessman, investor, writer, philanthropist. Oh, my goodness. Former professional bodybuilder and politician. Cool. Hmm. Solid. I like it. (laughs) So that is Amazon Echo. If anyone Very is cool. interested in buying one yourself, there will be a link inside the show notes that you can use. It's that not will... a huge device either. I don't know what no, people are no. picturing either because it's not. people who aren't going to look, it's maybe a, a foot, foot tall. tall. Yeah. yeah, it's cylinder. Yep. It's, it's got what? Two buttons on top. I'm assuming one's a power, one's a Bluetooth connector. Yep. yep. That's it. Uh, you don't even need the buttons to connect it with Bluetooth. I can just tell Alexa to pair a Bluetooth oh. device. And it needs to be plugged in at all times? Yes. There is no battery operation. So it is meant, like they said, it is meant to be like a piece of furniture. Right. put it in a room. But you can literally just stick that in a corner or if if you had a shelf like midway up a wall. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool. Well, I've honestly had this for two weeks and you've never noticed it downstairs. Where the hell was it? It's in the kitchen counter. Nope. Didn't notice it. Amongst all the other stuff that's up there. So, yeah, it wasn't even noticeable. It just does what it does. It's very cool. Yeah. I love it so far. It's been very handy. All right, so let's move on then into our Geek Outs and Freak Outs, starting, of course, with the Geek Outs. Yay! Volby. All right. So a childhood game is making possibly a return. Possibly a return, I'm excited about it. Yep. On Kickstarter, they're kickstarting. One of the two original uh, creators of ToeJam & Earl Mm -hmm. is kickstarting a new ToeJam & Earl game. Mm. And it looks just like the original. Well, it's updated. 
but it's the same format, top-down view, and it's you're going like level to level. Mm-hmm. They're looking for it was like fifty thousand. What is that right? No, fifty thousand dollars. No, four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. Oh, okay. Four hundred thousand. Wow. Of course, my phone is not working. Hold on. Yeah, they're looking for four hundred thousand dollars. They're at a, as of this recording, one hundred eighty-six thousand and almost five hundred. Yep. Which I think, from what I looked the other day, they went up almost twenty thousand in a couple of days, which is a lot of money. There's still like twenty-five or twenty-four days left by the time people hear this. Right. It ends on the last day, I think, of March. But they they're only halfway there, which is they have a long way to go. Yeah. But they have images from the game from what they're creating. One of the best features I think though is they're gonna have co-op online. Yes, that's huge. Which is really cool. The only downside right now that I see is that it's not for consoles yet. Yeah, right now it it's is, uh, yeah four hundred thousand dollar goal. They're at one hundred eighty six thousand roughly right yep. now, and they're looking to do it on PC, Mac, and then translate over to consoles, but. The graphics look awesome. They've updated it. They said that they've updated it to have more of a 90s comic book, underground comic book look versus the way it was from the original game. And it does look cool. Yeah. And I have the original game on my Xbox. And it it was a hard game. I forgot how hard this game was. But the graphics in it look awesome. I think the attitude is still going to be there. Uh, I'm excited for it. Cool. I'll probably kickstart it. I was going to give it another few days. Well, their options are crazy. Literally from being able to donate like what ten bucks or something, all the way up to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, they, well, yeah, they you yeah. you have that range to accommodate it's crazy. every possibility. It's crazy. They will put you in the game if you do ten thousand. That's a common one for That's video awesome. games. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Like, who yeah. has? Well, somebody did it, and they have limited spots for that as well. Mm-hmm. But the higher ones, the more expensive ones, you get your name in the game, like graph, um, spray painted on a wall. It's a lot of really cool stuff. So I'll probably do like a seven left of eight. Yeah, so for only 10, 000, one, so one, one person's person done it. it to be one, in the but game. who is that one person that was like, yeah, yes, right. $10,000, not a problem. Let's charge that to the Visa. Well, you think maybe it's a, a game developer now who grew up playing Toe Jam and Earl and maybe had a successful video game in the meantime and has that kind of money to give to it. Or that has like a business and he's going to try to promote himself somehow. Sure, or, sure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do that for promotional purposes. Yeah. yeah. But if you guys want to check it out, you can go to kickstarter.com and search for it. Or you can just, of course, go to the Geek Generation. I'm sure Rob will have a news article up for it. I'll put a link in the show notes there so you go. can click that and head right there. I am excited about this. It would be great to have a new game back. And hopefully it gets to the con- – hopefully, A, it gets made. B, it gets to the consoles because I would love to play it online. Yeah. With someone else. It looks like it would be a great game. Yep. Usually they have that as like a stretch goal. So once they hit the 400000 they'll probably add like another 100000 to get to like console release or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night I sat and I watched Chef based on your oh, recommendation, you and it was fantastic. Isn't it awesome? I had a slight bit of anxiety the whole time. Really? I know, me too. Because I was expecting there to be some sort some of tragedy. situation yeah. at some point in the movie, yep. like somebody was going to sabotage him or right, turn right. on him. Truck's going to break down. The kid gonna is going to screw everything. something up. And <laughs> me too. It I, just it kept building way. and building. You're just it ends. You're like. That was an optimistic movie. Yeah. yeah. It was like, actually it was positive. really good. Yeah. <laughs> when did you recently watch uh, it? Yeah, it's on my Geek Out list, actually. Oh, I loved covered. it. And and I had that exact same feeling. I kept looking at Mike going like, all right, like the kids, when when's the kid going to get cancer? Yeah, you know, yeah. like exactly. something has to drag this down and nothing did, but not in a hokey, cheesy way. Because no. it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, it was just so happy the whole time. Right. It's not sunshines and rainbows, no. but. I thought the best part about it was like the conversations and the dialogue were mm-hmm. so realistic. Mm-hmm. 
and that's what made it not hokey and over the top. It's Absolutely. like, yes, it was a happy, positive movie, but it wasn't cheesy. Like it, it was awesome. And the music is so the good music was for really setting the tone. Good. It it made me feel like I was watching Dexter a little bit again, and yeah. maybe that's why you had anxiety. It's a similar feel because it it's a similar plus environment. They end up in Miami, at exactly. One point. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm plus glad you guys like that. Two of the Avengers are in it. Yes. Well, yeah, he's got that kind of friend base yeah. now. So. And. John Leguizamo. He was awesome. Has not aged. No, he hasn't. 20 years. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Since Spawn. No. Yep. Still looks. John Favreau, on the other hand, Mike he and I aged. just watched Swingers oh, like, yeah. like a week before we watched Chef, and we were like, oh, we yeah, feel yeah. old. Because I remember Swingers? when Swingers came out. Alexa, when did the movie Swingers come out? Sorry, I don't have the answer to that question. Let's try this. Uh, Alexa, Wikipedia Swingers. Chuck Cecil is a veteran Los Angeles radio broadcaster and longtime host of the syndicated program The Swing in Years. Alexa, stop. Ra- <laughs> the Swing in Years. Let so me, let me try one. Least, I'm, yeah. I'm going to try one more. Okay. Alexa, Wikipedia, the movie Swingers. Swingers is a 1996 comedy drama film about the lives of single, unemployed actors living on the east side of Hollywood, California during the 1990s swing revival. Awesome. See, we just got to figure out how to phrase things. Yeah, you got to speak our language. Okay. So good movie. You guys should see it. Since Anna's here, let's continue on without, I don't know if we're going to spoil anything, but The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. Finally, I can talk about it. Oh, my God. (laughs) You guys have fun. Okay. So good. Yeah, so good. The season. Right. Like, the first half of the season was awesome, and then they're coming right in at the second half. (sighs) Do you know where they're going? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I mean, this if, is they, the if it stays the same. I mean, that's the thing about the show. You can never tell. It's sort of like little hints. You're like, I think I know where this is going, mm-hmm. but they might change it. So, you know, I know those two characters. Mm-hmm. And I like everybody after the first episode where he came in, we're like, oh, he's bad. He's too clean. And I'm like, he's good. Like, I knew that. I don't really you know what I mean? No, but no, like. No, but you could tell. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. I mean, now it's a two episodes in. You if can you're not caught tell. up, then you probably hey, should just Hey, after that makeout session, you know that he's good. Wait, what? Yeah. I'm back. Rob's back. It was a so. gay makeout session. I am yeah. out. <laughs> Tag out. <laughs> but the show, it's led to another moment where we're like, oh, oh God, are we going to have another yeah. governor here? Like, yep. where are we going with this? Yeah. I didn't. I thought we were going to D.C. I thought we were going to the city and yeah. maybe we've taken a sidetrack. I don't know. I'm curious to see where it's going. And, and the cast, the characters are just evolving so quickly. They and, are. I'm just like, somebody's going to die, and it's... The last episode that, like... I really thought half... Glenn was gone. Oh, I thought I know. Glenn was gone. I was like, that's it. I was yelling at the TV, Glenn's yeah. going, Glenn's gone. I know. This is it. I'm like, they got to have a couple episodes where they don't kill somebody. <laughs> like, mm. just a couple. But I loved the, like, acting-wise, the dynamic between Rick and Michonne this last episode. Yeah. It was... Because they, they weren't, like, fighting, but she was standing up to him, and he was respecting her for it. Like, right. it was a really cool back and forth between them the whole episode it was like just awesome it's just awesome how weird is it going to be to see to see rick without a beard if he goes into a I town know. and shaves i'm like I oh know. don't shave it. everybody flipped out though because they saw him shave and they yeah. were like oh rick died like yeah. that's why i shaved and i'm like no he's probably just gonna find a razor yeah. <laughs> like that happens yeah. too <laughs> it's very exciting and there's only we're recording this on a Sunday, so, so yeah, it'll be on tonight. There will be only four episodes. Yeah. once you hear this right. left. And Which, wait, really? I feel like they just came back. Well, there were sixteen episodes for the season. They yeah. did eight, and now we just two, three. 
I think three. three so there's five yeah. left, including the one that's going to be, be going tonight. on tonight. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, it just seems like so and, quick again. And since we're on the subject, I'm like mixing my geek outs mm-hmm. in with Volpe's, but did you hear that the um, series, I mean, season finale is going to be 90 minutes? Oh, really? Yes. Cool. So... Mm. That's gonna be pretty cool, and I have like I'm already panicking. Yeah, I know. Well, because of the way the comic books go, like I have my theories as to what the last episode is gonna be like, and I really hope I'm right because if I am, it'll be awesome. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to come back after the season finale and tell you if I'm right or not because I'm not gonna talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) But I have my theories. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. I'm glad that I didn't read the comic books. In a way. They're so good. Because now everything's a surprise. But But you can always go back to the comics. Every time I say to you, do you know that they're going here or there? And you're like, yes. And like, you know that these two characters, I know things could change, but you already have an idea of where they're. Yeah. So right now, between the show and the comics, how close are they to one another in terms of like location? Are they catching up? Are we getting to the Um, point where the show is going to go in a totally different direction because we've surpassed the comic book story? Well, we haven't surpassed the comic book story, but I've been talking to a co-worker that read them, too. So he's read them and he watches them with. So we're like on the same page and we're a little concerned about the speed Mm -hmm. because at the rate they're at, they will catch up. And I don't want them to Mm. because I think that'll like they're just on such a good trajectory right now. It's like I don't yeah. want them to go off on their own and have their own plot because it's cool seeing the stuff that you recognize. Right. Like it's very and they do it in a way that's good that you read the comics because it's like little hints that they'll throw things at you. Yep. But they're not giving anything away because they'll just change it on you too. So yeah. it's kind of like I mean like Michonne showed up at a totally different time. You know what I mean? So but like when I saw her, I fucking flipped out. Yeah. That kind of thing. So I it's like if, if you don't <laughs> if you don't have those little like, oh, that's from the comic. Like, pull that out of the comic. Pull that out of the comic. If they're completely going on their new own thing, like, I feel like I'm going to lose some of that element. How it. do you feel then about the companion series? Because they're clearly going to be doing that kind of on its own. I don't think they're pulling anything from source material for that. Yeah, I'm not excited at all. No? No, I will give it a try, but I'm not even remotely geeking There's out no about excitement, that. though, that you truly won't know what's coming right or you no. you like the idea that you have an idea of what's coming i like that i, I mean realistically I, too an average tv series of like because this is so good mm-hmm. yeah. realistically go well, this might go i know they say that it's going to go forever but they're all growing up at some point yeah you know they're going to move on to other projects right, so you figure right. 10 to 15 seasons which is 10 to 15 years of the show well, I mean, at some point, the show will end. Yeah, I mean... But I wonder if they're like, well, let's go for 10. Let's hit 10 seasons and make this, like, the best 10 seasons of television ever. Well, the comic books give them an out. There's a, a point in the plot where mm-hmm. they could wrap the show up into a bow. So... I think that would be good for I them. I would love for them to do that. Right. I, that's I what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, like, boom, I, I'm not mourning the end of The Walking Dead because mm-hmm. I'm hoping they do it in such a way that won't destroy the show. If they go on forever, it's going to suck yeah. because that's what happens. Right. So right. if they can, can get to this point in the comic and, and wrap it up, that would be awesome. And then because the comic has a wrap up too, they could always five years from now jump back into it. Do you know what I mean? Make it yeah. fresh again and mm-hmm. start with the second part of so that. So then how far off would we be from that wrap-up point based on the comic? There's a time gap in the wrap-up point. Oh, there is? So it, you could literally bring the actor that oh. plays Carl back and it would work, which I think would be the best idea on the face of planet Earth. <laughs> I think that, I mean, yeah. profit-wise, can you imagine if they took Walking Dead away from us for five years and then brought it back? 
No. People would freak out. <laughs> freak out. But people don't do would, that to me. He's already getting anxiety. Yeah, I have anxiety but, from I December December and January. Don't do that. No, but if, not if it wrapped up and you felt like that was the end yeah. of the series. And then five years from now, they were like, hey, guess what? We're bringing The Walking Dead back. You'd be like, oh, that's awesome. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and they knew be, they were doing that the whole time. Yeah. And you'd be super into it right from the start. Like, yeah. And it would be fresh and it would be new. And I, I think that would be a good idea. But are you listening out there? I hope somebody... We're exciting. It's a good idea. Um, <laughs> no, but the companion series, I'm not... I'll, I'll watch it, but I think what it is is reading the comics, mm-hmm. I geek out about it more because yeah. I know these people. Mm-hmm. So like when someone who didn't watch, didn't read the comics, when Michonne showed up, they're like, who's this girl with these two biters on their, you know, on the chains? I but with me, I jumped out of my seat and like started flipping out yeah. because yeah. that's a geek out. Like that is, you know what I mean? So if I hadn't read them, I wouldn't be geeking out. I'd be like, oh, this is a good show. But I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, it's so-and-so. You, you wouldn't I mean? necessarily be excited over the mystery of who is that person. Like, that's no. not interesting to you? No. How do you read or watch anything then? Well, no. Because <laughs> you, you didn't know anything before you started reading the Walking Dead comics. No, well, no. I'm just saying there's a difference between geeking out over something and liking something. Mm-hmm. Like some new movie you know, not any, like not Godzilla. Like you geeked out over Godzilla because you're like, oh, he's going to scream. When is yeah. he going to scream? When is he going to do that thing yeah. that I know yeah. and that I'm familiar with and that I love? It's a different thing than like watching Chef, which I loved and I didn't know it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I adore that movie, mm-hmm. but I didn't geek out like, oh my God, it's so and so. Like, like with, it's just different. With it's wrestling, a, when we, the rumors that right. Brock Lesnar was going to come back. Right. And we knew, all right, he could show up tonight. And then his music hit and I peed myself. <laughs> right, yeah. that's yeah, exactly yeah. it. You know? No, you I get have, the difference. Yeah. I just wonder what it's like from your perspective. Like, No, I mean, you? I enjoy things, yeah. but I don't like nerd <laughs> out about it before I see it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like if I said, we're going to go see a new Batman movie. Oh, see, I like, do geek out like, about things before I see them. Brand new, completely Absolutely. brand new Usually it's like you see the trailer and go, oh, my God, that looks amazing. And then I will geek out about it. I'll be like, I want to go see that. But I'm I'm always walking to things so cautiously because if I raise it up too much, I'm always disappointed. Oh, I might as well be like a dog when his (laughs) owner comes home. I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. See, if I do that with the new Walking Dead series, I'm just going to be disappointed. I know I will. I'm going to be like, these people are stupid. I don't like it. To say something maybe to to maybe it might not increase your anticipation for actually watching the companion series, but maybe uh, justify its existence is that if that catches on and becomes popular, it gives them an out for the regular series too, and more incentive to wrap that up because they're also making money off this other thing so they can tie up the one that you really love and that nice little bow that you want and not feel like they're losing all these profits. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's fine. And like I said, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm just not going to be like, oh, it's going to be awesome. Right. Because it's probably not going to be. It's not going to be as good as the original. If it's going to be period. hard it's to. It's just not develop an attachment to these new characters yeah i think that they're i'm afraid they're gonna try too hard because they're already talking about their background story so much and i already don't care it's like oh well this girl and this guy and their teenage daughter i'm like no their background stories could not matter at all though i'm hoping but i don't like the fact that they're like talking about them so much that's common with any show yeah 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 i'm I'm just afraid like the first half of season two with like the baby Hmm. baby daddy drama like don't care. They like, might also. Know. I'm just so afraid they're gonna but, do that with it. But it was still so fresh. Like that makes sense though. If you if you really look at how the show unfolded, it made sense that that baby daddy drama was there because society hasn't truly fallen apart yet. We're latching onto stupid bullshit. Like and now they're just all they want to do is survive. Like that's what matters. We survive. If 
the fact that there would be drama between two people, they'd just kill one of them and be like, drama's over. <laughs> right. We don't have time for this shit. They could also be giving these uh, detailed backstories, too, because like you said, there's no source material to draw right. people in. Right. So they're trying as l- as much as possible to fill in a couple blanks so people have an idea of what they're getting into. Right. Uh, since well, we'll probably continue here. Uh, I'll talk about Alien. <laughs> okay, all right. Safe. I'm sure that was on your list <laughs> nice, too. Yeah, I'm stealing all of Anna makes this big comeback. <laughs> Why do I come here? I stole her thunder because so he has someone to talk to about it. Talking <laughs> about this. <laughs> this is uh, all stuff that doesn't interest me. It's exciting that Neil Blomkamp, who did yeah. District Nine, yes. which I thought was a, an amazing movie, I love is that movie. Creating his version of Alien. Yep, which is going to be follow in suit with alien one and alien two yep he says that he's not redoing or eliminating alien three or alien resurrection but that it's going to be a continuation of ripley's story yeah that takes place between two and three yep which which would be be a little weird because she's older now but yeah i think in his i think he doesn't want to diss the movies but he's gonna eliminate Uh, them a little bit But I'm excited that she's signed on. Yeah. Because here's the other thing, too, is what they both said is that they want to wrap up her story. Yeah. Which means to wrap it up kind of feels like she's going to die. But then what does that do to Alien 3 and the fourth one? But it's exciting that he's going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's like the perfect choice. And you said you hadn't seen any of the art. But um, they they posted a bunch of sketches. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like ridiculous. Like at one point, Ripley's wearing like an alien kind of mask thing. And like it just the art is unbelievable. And it's going to be like dark and creepy. Like the first one. Yeah, exactly. And the second one. Exactly. It's not going to be so much like a monster movie as like a a really um, intense like thriller. Right. Which is more like, see? And then, um, yeah, so he's from Aliens and his face is all burnt. So they're saying like Hicks might be in it and he mm-hmm. might have survived somehow. So that would be really cool too. Very See? cool. Yeah. Look at that. We have the artwork up right Sorry. now for people. I'll put some of these in the show notes. Thank you. Too. But I'm excited to see them do this. Yeah. And it's nice that when it's not uh, coming from the studio, this is somebody yeah. that came to them and said, I want to make another alien movie. Like, yeah. All right, go ahead. And he's a fan, and that's important. Yeah. But I watched the original Alien the other night, and it was amazing, and it held up, and I jumped out of my seat, and it's still such a good movie. So now I'm excited. I'm going to go watch Aliens. Yeah. Because I bought. I had bought a used demo pack. It had Alien and Predator in it. Nice. And then when I opened it, it was used. It turned out that the the owner put Aliens in there instead of Alien. So I have Predator and then Alien 2 oh, instead okay. of Alien. But huh. no big deal. I rented Aliens. It was on Xbox for like two bucks. Yeah. I'm like, all right, sweet. So I'll watch Aliens probably tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. I'm just I- excited to watch them again. And yeah. Then- the Predator movies and watch Alien versus Predator. I'm one of the really few people who actually loved Alien 3. I really did. I remember I it really being liked good. It. It's different, but it's good. It's a good, solid movie. Never saw it. Oh. Rob's not really into this stuff. Tuesday, since you're going to be hearing this hopefully on Monday, is National Pancake Day. So there's oh free pancakes boy. at IHOP. Nice. You just want to throw that out there. Change the pace. You get a free short stack. That's three regular pancakes. Nice. <laughs> this isn't a promo. It's real. Just priorities. <laughs> yeah, this is priorities. <laughs> and they're raising money for the Children's Miracle Network Hospital. So right. it's a good thing. Absolutely. They have donation boxes out everywhere. The cravings so are real. <laughs> you should get some pancakes. And then uh, more food is that I'm excited. I don't remember if you mentioned this on the show, but Oreo is the doing- s'mores. Cotton candy. Oh, yeah. The, rumored. Rumored. It's rumored. not confirmed. Someone had to take a picture of a pack 
yeah. of cotton candy Oreos. Which I'm sure you could Photoshop very easily. Although this is the same guy who predicted both Red Velvet and S'mores Oreos. So he, he's a viable source. Right. So it's not confirmed by Nabisco yet, but there is talk of cotton the candy Oreos. That cotton sounds candy. disgusting. Really? To me. Why? You don't like cotton candy? I don't like straight up just like sugar flavor. Well, that's because your teeth hurt. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I wouldn't voluntarily eat cotton candy. It's not that I don't like it. It's just like so boring. Like, I, I have like a just. It is like, kind like of a, a lot of the candies you were talking about from Japan crate, like mm-hmm. the little burgers sounded cool. Those were like, awesome. But just the like w- sugar water gel candy stuff. That like, was just not that great. Interest no. me. It just it's just sugar. Really? Like I need more depth. In I my agree. Candy. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not big on cotton candy Oreos, and there's not much I don't, I don't think I can do with them. <laughs> so there. Yeah, he's always thinking the I'm creative excited. side. He's like, what color chocolate do I put on the Oreo? Right, right. <laughs> now I'm sitting there, I wonder if cotton candy protein powder would be good. That, I think, would work. Mm. That kind of would make more sense, I think, <clears throat> than an Oreo. I don't know. Well, the last thing I'm geeking out over is with all the talk about new X-Files coming out, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not really familiar with David Duchovny, so... I should watch something that he's in. Californication. So I have now started watching it. I feel like that is a show for you. It is. There's so much (laughs) boobs, Anna. It's amazing. All the boobs. All of the boobies. (laughs) All the time. Uh, It's a really good show. Outside of the boobs... Yeah. Even if you cut the boobs out and they put this on network Whoa, TV. Whoa, let's not be, get ridiculous. I know, but still, <laughs> it's a really good show. I'm nice. almost done with the first season, and it's just good. Like, the characters in it, it's just like with The Walking Dead. You latch on, and you're excited to see the different aspects. It had a good run, I think, too. I don't know. Seven seasons. That's pretty good. So, yeah. And the episodes, the first season's only 12 episodes. Oh, okay. I don't know what the rest are. But each episode's only 29 minutes as well. Hmm. So they move Oh, really? Quick. I thought yeah. it was an hour-long drama. No. Oh, they're wow. 29 minutes. They move quick. That's uh, cool. And then, of course, my IMDb app decided to... Is it a comedy or is it a drama? Maybe uh, that's why it's a half hour and it's not... It's both. I mean, it's it's both. It's a comedy drama-ish. That's what I would call it. I don't know what it's <laughs> dramedy. 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 dramedy, yeah. thank you. But uh, the cast is phenomenal. I think Rob's going to bring it up on the screen for you, Anna. Uh, and... and what I read was that David Duchovny after the X-Files didn't want to do TV again, but it was the aspect and it was the relationship between him and the character of his ex-wife, Karen, that he said that it was so intense and unique that it drew him in and he wanted to play that character. And I like right from the beginning, you go, this is different. This is unique. Yeah. Like, I want to see what's going to happen between these two people because they're, they're exes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a phenomenal show. It really is. I'm really excited about it. The fact that it went seven seasons is a good sign, too. And ended on its own terms. Right. So I'm really excited to get through the show and and watch it. Cool. So almost done with season one. Definitely recommended. And those are my geek outs. Anna, if you have any that I haven't stolen. (laughs) No, where's my list? Um, All right. I already talked about that. I already talked about that. In a World? In a I world. watched that recently. That Written movie was and directed and starring Lake Bell. <coughs> yes, that movie was awesome. That was I, a good movie. Between that and and Chef, like just having a newer movie that's not a reboot 
and that blew me away. It was just there's so some cool. really good original stuff out there. You just have to look for yeah, it. Like exactly. how many people heard of Chef? How many people less people heard about In a World? Yeah, no, but it's I really good. Never heard of it, and we turned it on because we had watched. Um, I re- I know that voice yep. documentary. So Netflix was like, oh, if you liked oh, this, yeah. you might like this. So we threw it on because it had like high star rating. Like mm-hmm. we always look at the star rating on Netflix and then mm-hmm. go on Wikipedia and look at the rating, you know, Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, right. to see if it's worth our time. And it got really good and we're like we've never heard of this but it was fucking awesome it was so funny again it was like a story about people and they were really well-developed characters and the soundtrack was good and the acting was unbelievable and the the dialogue again was very realistic and conversational like she wasn't like laugh out loud like penis joke ted funny but it was yeah it was really dry realistic like funny you know i mean i was laughing a lot during yeah, the whole yeah. thing and smiling and laughing and like it was just an awesome movie it was so good yeah i enjoyed and it, it was too. so different and it was like feminist but not in sort of an, an like aggressive way solid cast in the movie too. Yes. yeah yes dimitri it's, martin was awesome he, in was. It. he was so good it's nice to get something that is so female helmed like it's it's i wouldn't even say feminist to the point of like girl power no at all. it wasn't it's just the fact that a woman it was wrote a, it yeah. directed it starred in it and her voice is very clear not to be punny with the, yeah. <laughs> the subject of the movie but her voice is very clearly seen throughout the movie it was very much about equality which is yes. really what we should be we shouldn't be looking to be superior we should be looking to be equal so and not at all throw it in your face equality exactly yeah. and i thought that the um the actress i don't know what else she's been in but the actress that plays her sister was unbelievable too she was really good so it's just really refreshing to watch something knew that you enjoy so much without I just wrote it down in my notes yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's real. And I'm like Check usually my my preferred Oh, that's right. Ken Marino's in it too. I friggin' love that guy. Yeah, he was he awesome in it too. My preferred genre is like a thriller or action. Mm-hmm. Like I like when shit blows up. Yeah. But it's nice to watch something where shit doesn't blow up that I still loved. Yeah. You know, so it was different. I like different. I'm tired of the same all the time. Everything's the same. It's like so nice just yeah. to watch something different. And good. And good. Like it's so hard to find it good really stuff. It really is. But like Rob said, you have to search. Yeah, yeah you do. Or have listen to, find to the it. Geek Generation. We'll tell you what to li- watch. Yeah. That's right. We find oh, these so. things for you. I watch enough crap. Yeah. <laughs> we do the digging so you don't have to. That's right. New tagline for the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another geek out is I'm such a dork, but the little, the itty bitties from Hallmark. Yeah. First of all, I'm a recovering stuffy addict, so it's a problem for me. (laughs) So um, what happened was we were at New York Comic Con and we walked it. Hallmark has a booth there because they have all these geeky like ornaments now Mm -hmm. and like cards and they have like a like a a series of Star Wars stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we were walking by it in New York Comic Con and I like jumped on top of this little tiny. What are they like? Four inches high. Something like that. This little tiny Chewbacca. That was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was like, where do I get one of these? And even Mikey Arsenault was like, OMG. Yeah. He was like, that's adorable. <laughs> so I've been like tracking it because they put them out at like different periods. So mm-hmm. um, that was supposed to be released in February. So I ran into Hallmark and I was like, little tiny stuffies with big heads and big eyes. I'm like, oh, my God. So I bought my little Chewbacca and I bought a little mermaid, a little Ariel. And I'm like trying so hard not to go there every day and buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought 
Rob four for his birthday. Yeah, so now, <laughs> so now I have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and the Flash. Yeah, he has a little itty bitty Justice League, That's and right. uh, cool. so I'm I'm like they're just so flipping cute. More stuff for Rob to collect. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to yeah. bury me and well, I'm like no living money. vicariously through you because I'm like I will not buy more of these. I will not buy more of these, and then I'm like I will buy more of these for Rob. <laughs> that so, is an excuse. Yes, exactly. So, you get the rush of purchasing them. Exactly. I get to go in and go through them and pick them all up and squeeze them and then not keep them. So yeah. yeah so I just have my two, and I'm hoping to keep it at that because mm-hmm. I do. I am a recovering addict, and I have a problem. My name is Anna, and Did I'm you addicted have, to stuffies. Like a crap load of Beanie Babies when you were. Young? Um, not beanie babies, but just stuffed animals in general. I'm oh. a very tactile person. I think that's part of the reason why I like pets so much. Like mm-hmm. I have dogs and cats mm-hmm. and I like birds. I like anything that's like warm and fuzzy and like wonderful. So like <laughs> yeah. when I walk by stuffies in a store, I just like touch them and pick them up and I'm like, you're wonderful. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a little weird. <laughs> People walk by and it's just in a pile yeah. of stuffed animals <laughs> in the store. Like, no, I, oh yeah. I, this is taking you way back, Rob. I don't know if you remember my bedroom in college, but like I had jungle animals all over my bed. Yeah. I oh had my God, yeah. bears, snakes, tigers, lions. Like I just would buy stuffies all the time. I had a Gur stuffy. I had anything, anything. There were there were animals in hammocks hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, like that many animals. Yeah, it was really hard. And they're called stuffies. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what she calls them. Yeah, oh, they're <laughs> well, they're, most of the time they're stuffed animals, but sometimes they're like stuffed people or oh, robot. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Gur was a robot, so it's a stuffy. But um, yeah, I had a lot of. It was really hard to get rid of them. I still have like a few. You keep the special ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have like. Yeah. All my old stuffed animals are in boxes at my parents' house. Well, I finally donated them because they were in bags. And I was Mm. like, you know, because I had all seven dwarfs and I really took care of mine, too. I didn't like sleep with them. So they weren't all matted and nasty. They were like cute. Right. So like I had all seven dwarfs in a bag. And I'm like, somebody that really likes the seven dwarfs will enjoy these more than me having it stuffed, like shoved in my closet. You go with the Toy Story mentality of like, they need to be out there and being played with. And I'm like, they'll keep. They'll keep each other company in the exactly. attic. Yes. I have um I have a Minnie Mouse. This is going like on a tangent, but I have a Minnie Mouse that I got when I went to Disney World the first time when I was five. And um I slept with her until I got married. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was like a year and a half ago. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I didn't put that together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You met yeah. with him. I'm no. 32. Um, so anyway, like I felt I still felt, and I think that's why I cried so hard at Toy Story 3, because mm. I still look at her and mm. I'm like, I know she has a personality. I know that she she wakes up when I, like, you know. Because I've totally projected it on yeah, her, exactly. so she absolutely right. does. Exactly. So, like, she sits, she sits on my dresser and I talk to her. I do. I do that. My bear I've I had since her. I was one year old still sits on my yeah. uh, stand right yeah. next to my bed. Because I just know that she's in there. Yep. You know? So, anyway, I like those things from Mallmark. <laughs> We're children is what we're saying. I am a 12-year-old boy. Oh, that's funny because I'm a 12-year-old girl. Nice. (laughs) Go figure. So my last geek out is uh, geek out turned freak out turned back to a geek out. It's a really cool story. My husband and I recently made a couple two really large purchases. We decided um, that you only live once and that you need to do that kind of thing. So we don't you dare. So did it. (laughs) um, Actually, like morbidly, a friend of ours died. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, uh, A quick interruption. (laughs) Alexa, Wikipedia YOLO. A yo-yo is a toy which in its simplest <laughs> She doesn't recognize it. That's a good thing. Thank God. And a length of string looped around the axle, similar to a slender Women won't listen to you. 
Sorry, go That's ahead. Okay. So anyway, uh, the beginning of December, a very good friend of ours suddenly passed away. And um, so we kind of have this new philosophy in life. And it's not to be irresponsible. It's just that you do only live once and that you don't know how long you're going to be here. So it's not like we're being incredibly stupid with our money, but we did make two very, very large purchases. Mm -hmm. So we took out a personal loan and we bought a um, very nice piano and a, and a new boat because our boat shit the bed last September. So we bought an, it's not new. It's like a 2003. So piano on the boat? Piano on a, yeah. Well, that's what my husband would like to do. I think that's the move. <laughs> I think that's what he would like to do. It's a little heavy. Might sink the boat. Well, but because um, when you, when you say to him, I don't think that's a good idea, he's going to look at you and go, Anna, you only live once. And you're, yeah, right. Right. you're right. You're right. <laughs> put the piano on the boat. <laughs> Physics doesn't care how many times you live. No. Um, so... The boat was, I mean, well, both of them were rather expensive anyway. So we went uh, to pick out and pay for our piano on a Saturday. And you all know that, like, we've been having really, really terrible winter. Mm -hmm. And it's been very dangerous and bad. So we bought the piano on Saturday. And they were supposed to deliver it on Wednesday. And on Tuesday, the roof of the piano mill collapsed. Oh. Yeah, and destroyed, like... Jeez. 90% of their pianos. Yep. So it was, uh, my husband was driving to work and he had like AM radio on and he heard this and he just calls me and he's like, so the roof of the piano store we just bought our piano oh at collapsed and like they lost almost everything. So we obviously weren't going to call the owner that day because it was probably the worst day of his life because his business right. got destroyed. So we kind of hung on for like two and a half days thinking like, our piano's gone. And so I went Monday, I checked my bank account and they hadn't cashed a check yet. Tuesday, I checked my bank account and they hadn't cashed a check yet. Wednesday morning, I checked the bank account and the money was gone. Uh. So we were like, uh, and I know like we were going to get our money back, but like it was the question of how long, right. how hard is it going to be to get a hold of this guy? Are we going to have to wait for the insurance company? Like, clusterfuck yeah really fucking expensive piano like and, and plus it was um it's not it wasn't a brand new piano it was used so like yeah we didn't know how long we were gonna have to wait so this this it's a baldwin and it's made in the united states but like a couple years ago another company i think gibson bought baldwin and they make mm. them in china now mm. so this one that we wanted was like kind of special right and he like after we heard about the roof collapse he was googling it and he only found two other ones in the entire united states wow. so he's like even if we get our money back and we get another piano like it's not going to be the one i wanted right you know? because so he you're was, getting something rare anyway right so he was like completely crushed and we went days without hearing anything and then we talked to the sales person and he um he was like yeah it doesn't look good like based because he was there he went in and he's yeah. like it was it doesn't look good then the next day we got a phone call from the owner and he goes your piano is fine wow yeah lucky he goes we moved it to deliver it to you so they actually so it was removed from the it building. was removed it was wow. in like the back wow. like in it was in like a back area getting ready to be loaded yep. onto the truck you saved that piano we did save that's what i was saying i'm like if we didn't buy it it would have been flattened yep like completely flattened like the, so that piano is like meant to be ours 
I've never seen like the grin on my husband's face so wide when they brought that thing into our house. Finally, we got it a week later. So Mm -hmm. we were supposed to get it delivered one Wednesday. We got it the following Wednesday. Um, And he actually made a little plaque for it. Oh, my goodness. And it says, uh, I survived the piano mill roof collapse (laughs) February 10th, 2015. So it's got a little plaque on it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's there was another piano that didn't quite make it. No, it did make it. It did. Unharmed. See? Oh, wow. Um, I thought that was a pre picture. No, the the piano mill also had uh, a very rare piano that was owned by Liberace that had 500, no, 800,000 crystal rhinestones on mm-hmm. it, and it was worth a half a million dollars. Wow. And that mm-hmm. piano was actually also very lucky because where it was usually kept, because we went there a couple year, uh, couple weeks in a row like shopping for pianos. So the Liberace piano, which I have a video of Mike playing, maybe you can put that in the notes. That'd I be kind of cool. Sure. Um, he got to play it, which was really cool. But it was out in the showroom. But when we were there on Saturday, they had moved it. They had like a concert room that was like its own building. Like, so it had more structure mm-hmm, underneath sure. it because it was like next to load bearing walls. Right. So they had moved the Liberace piano into that concert room and hadn't moved it back out yet. So oh. had they moved the Liberace mm. piano out, that would have gotten destroyed too. Yee. So like it was too like I feel really bad for the business owner because he had to like move into a new building and he lost a lot of pianos. Right. But the fact that his half million dollar piano wasn't destroyed, he's probably feeling pretty good about oh, now. Yeah, yeah. So it was a very dramatic week. So it was like definitely yeah, like geek out. Down. Oh my God. Like it was it was an unbelievable course of events. So now we have our cute little plaque and we'll always, you know, Yay. have a really cool story behind our piano. So that was awesome. Cool. And our and our boat is awesome too. Yeah. <laughs> and we bought that on Valentine's Day. I was like that's cool. I'm like Valentine's Day boat. Have best, you named best the boat? Present ever. Um, the boat is going to be named Floats and Goes. I like it. Yeah. Floats and Goes. Floats and Goes. Okay. Because <laughs> it's, it's not like fancy. Right. But it does what it has to. It floats and it goes. I got you. Yeah. Point A to point like B. Where she, yeah, exactly. She simplifies everything in life. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Volpe, boobs yeah. and shits. <laughs> Simplify. <laughs> boobs and shits. <laughs> That might be oversimplification. If the goddamn no, snow ever melts and I can never use no my kidding. boat. Yeah. And it's snowing as we... Well, when it all this. melts and it floods, then yeah. you'll have an arc all set. Yeah. So. Then I can just go right out my back door. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Any other geek outs? Uh, no, because Volpe took the rest of mine. Oh, okay. There was like seven, but they're gone. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, one of mine's pretty quick. It's a game that I just got. I'm liking it so far. Namco Bandai was nice enough to send over a copy of Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Cool. Which is very cool because it was something I was going to buy anyway. <laughs> you know what makes me laugh? If nothing else, you've gotten a boatload of free shit <laughs> from this show. You get to re- try cool games and get cool stuff. It's true. So, but it's also because I ask for them. You do. So, Well, if you don't ask, the answer is no. That's right. So, yeah, we talked about that a little bit before, the power of asking. That's right. Uh, so they did send that over. And since it was something I was going to buy anyway, it saved me 60 bucks. And uh, I'm going to be doing a longer review. But cool. for now, I've really only played it for a couple hours. And I am enjoying it so far. It's pretty chaotic and hectic but it's a dragon ball game so that's kind of part of it so i'm still learning the structure there is a learning curve to it and uh it's it's a little strange in that there's an rpg element tied in which i don't know if i like or not yet uh as far as walking around the world to do the different missions and stuff but i like the story and everything so far Mm -hmm. but i'll i'll go over it all more in the future but for now initial take is it's a fun game 
Uh, my other geek out is, well, for one, I will be at PAX East for anyone that's listening this week of the show released. I'll be at PAX East on the Friday only. I was unable to get full weekend passes, but thanks to my friend Kyla, I am going on Friday because she had an extra pass that she gave to me. So if anyone's going to be there, look for me. But in addition to that, I was also able to secure a pass for San Diego Comic-Con this mm. year, which is pretty huge. That's awesome. Uh, this was the fastest that the con ever sold out. It was in like 58 or 59 yep. minutes. All the tickets were gone. It's insane. It's crazy the way that it works. And this is the first time I even tried to get a pass. So the fact that I got it on the first year that I tried. Now, I did go last year, but that's because Roger Andrews had a pass that he was getting right. rid of. And I bought it off of him. But you sit in a waiting room. Anna and I were talking about this a little bit beforehand. You sit in a waiting room online and there's just literally a page with a blue spinning circle and it chooses randomly as to who's going to have an opportunity to buy. I got selected within the first half hour yeah. and was able to pick up a four day pass. So that's pretty awesome because the Saturday passes go real quick and the preview night passes, which are like right. the Wednesday night beforehand. So the fact that I got a Thursday through Sunday pass is pretty amazing. Now, in addition to that, I did get an email back from San Diego that says myself and uh, Mikey have been approved for press admission. That's good. That's awesome. That's incredible. It's incredible. So uh, the fact that we are, our, our credentials have made us applicable for press for San Diego Comic-Con. Wait, is does that epic. mean you made it? That means I made it. You made it. No, you've no, made, you've it. made, made it. it. You've made, made it. Well, I, I'm able to get into the biggest comic book convention in well, the then world. Then the geek generation made it. Instead yeah. of like... <laughs> framing your first dollar you can frame your press pass yeah right um but the, the, i don't know what the system for getting those is like mm -hmm. yes i've been approved i don't actually have the passes yet i think i have to go through the same process and try and secure press badges that way but i'm not entirely sure i was just told i'd be emailed at a later date as to when press registration actually starts so but we'll they approved see. you for it i'm approved so yeah. i am i am like pre-approved for a loan yes hopefully you get the loan yes uh, yes my credentials say that i am acceptable as press see. at san diego comic-con which is pretty awesome because we came up with some great stuff out of new york this year and the opportunities i would imagine are even greater at san diego so we'll see how that goes and i'll report back as to whether or not those passes actually happen or not yeah exciting but either way i'm going to san diego because right. i have a four-day pass <laughs> so we'll Woo. see how that all works out let's do some freakouts Oh, freak out! I got none. None? You? Empty. I have No, you know, it's been a good couple weeks, I guess. Yeah. I have Well, when you got that many gigas, you don't have time for shit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, snow. Snow. Oh, my uh, God, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> we but have. I just had to mention it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's in, in for all, like, I um <clears throat> talk to people from all over the country at my job. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, answer the phone. And I hate it. I'm getting so irritated by the people from Florida Once and California. Like there. That, and they're like, oh, you're there? I'm like, yeah, you can't take a month off of work. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, we had one day off. Right. Because like, it was a blizzard. Got to keep it going. Yeah. And then the other thing, they're like, oh, I don't want to tell you how warm it is in Florida. And I'm like, fine. Shut the fuck yeah, up. then let's stop talking about the weather. What the hell do you want? How can I help you? Right. But, um, but I try to tell people, though, I'm like, this is not normal. No. Because they're like, that's why I don't live in Massachusetts. And I'm like, I lived here for my entire life. And this is not normal. It's usually spread out over the course well, we of the winter. It wasn't normal get... to wait until the last week of January. Exactly. No. no. We might not. We might get one bad storm a year. But like, this is not This typical. is relentless yeah, pounding. Yeah, this is horrible. So anyway, the other thing 
on a personal and weather related note is we um, bought a, well, we didn't buy, we actually got it at a junkyard. We got a wood stove. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think last time I was on the show, I was like heaving from inhaling rust from working on my wood stove. (laughs) So it was like a rusty piece of shit. And we worked really hard to sand it down, clean it up, get it put together. Um, We have our neighbor building us a really nice hearth. And like, I was so excited because I'm always cold and we're cheap. So we keep our house really cold. And I was like, oh, we're going to have a wood stove. Like, it's going to be so cool. So then we went to put the chimney in and the guy that's doing the chimney was like, oh, we can't do that. And I'm like, uh, what? He's like, it's too cold. The adhesive for the shingles won't work. And we were like, okay. So they mean they can't do it in the winter. Yeah. Okay. So we were like, okay, physics. But like, maybe that would have been good to tell us in September. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why did you let us put the stove together, start the hearth and buy lots and lots of like stuff like the Mm -hmm. stainless steel pipe is really expensive like Mm -hmm. so we bought all this shit and got all of it ready and start like and then we found out and then we asked the guy building the hearth we're like yeah the guy putting the chimney in said we can't do it he's like oh yeah i could have told you that we're like oh yeah thanks there's two guys in my gym who, who they've said they've never been busier I don't. Did he lie to you? Because there's two guys who work out no, in my gym. They, they own businesses, and this is what they build chimneys. And they're like, right. we have been doing nothing but. Well, this is what they do. It depends on the chimneys. kind of chimney yeah, too. Ours is going straight up through the roof, so yeah. they have to cut the shingles out, put the pipe through, put the right. shingles back around it, and it has like a little. Right, it's not like, like a brick ha- chimney, right. like a classic. And thing. they can do it, yes, by putting they put a tent up on the roof and they heat the tent. And that's really expensive. Oh, yeah. So that makes the whole process like instead of like a two hundred dollar job, now it's like a thousand dollar job because you got guys up on your roof with like, heated tents. Here's like six hair dryers and an extension. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Mike. That's what Mike was Go. saying. He's like, I'm going up there with the fucking electric heater. Like he was yeah, like so pissed. You know what I mean? He was so pissed. I'll but make a tent. But at the same time, it's like our house. So he's like, the last thing you really want is your roof leaking. Right. So you want it especially done. right now. Yeah, you want it done right. So it just kind of sucks because now like. Like the hearth isn't finished. The equipment for the hearth is underneath the snow mm. out in my yard. So I have a half finished hearth with like a pile of stone and tools like in the middle of my house. Mm. <laughs> like I just want my house back. Like I want it done. Mm. I want it, you know, it's just like I have, you know, I'm trying to keep my cat from like eating this stuff. Like it's not cool. <laughs> like it's just not cool. Yeah. So I was really disappointed. I mean, we will get it done. But now at this point, we won't have it until next winter. So. Yep. Just kind of sucks. So we'll yeah. be like, when it's going to be done in the spring, and we'll be like, yay, we're not burning in it because it's hot out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Woohoo. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. I'm yeah. pissed. The other thing I'm freaking out over is uh, Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns. Oh. Uh, it's it's not the worst game I've ever played. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's not the way you want to start off a review. But um, the plot is good. The character's good. I like the way you customize her. It's really cool. So, like, the gameplay is pretty good, except it's got just this huge, ridiculous major flaw, which is that there's, like, time constraints. Oh. So, the whole game is based off of a clock. So, you have, um, I think, eight days to play the game. That's like, the but they're worst. Like, they're, like, game days. They're right, not obviously right. equal to real people days. So... That you, would make it way more interesting. Yeah. But um, so some of that is okay. Like shops are only open during certain hours. Like that's right. kind of interesting because it's realistic. Because If the they work on an internal clock, that's one thing. But having right. that paranoia of the clock hanging over your head. Right. So it's hanging over you. And also because of that, like shops are open or not open. Sometimes you can't finish missions. Yeah. So you have to stand around and 
Mm. Try to figure out something else to do. Where are you playing this? Or wait. What, on a video game system or? Yeah, yeah PS3. Oh. So there'll be like certain missions, like mini games and like side quests that I can't do because the shop's not open or because this kid didn't appear in this spot at a certain time. Right, right. So then I'm like trying to go, okay, I'm like going through the manual going, which, what can I complete? Because I don't want to waste time mm-hmm. because it's clicking away. It's ticking away. And then, um, so I'm like, first of all, it kind of irritates me that you like have to have a book companion to a game. Yeah. It's like there's no goddamn way in the world you could play this game without the book. No way. Because you would never come up with this shit. So then um, at the end of each day, you get like blasted away. They take you away and they're like reset like next day. So like you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Wow. At that time, they take you away. And they usually give you something for it, which is nice. But at the same time, you're like, I was in the middle of that. Like, that sucks. Mm. And then I was reading reviews about the game. And they said basically absolutely no one beats the game the first time through. Mm. And when you get through, when you get through your eight days, you start over, but you get to keep all your stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but you still have to do all those side quests over again. Yeah, that sucks. I'm like, I don't want to play the game seven times. Like, right. I just want to play it. I want it to move forward. So I'm like, so they had the right idea and a lot of stuff, but then like very wrong idea. When it we already to have to deal with the fact that the clock's ticking on our impending mortality. Right. And then alone, then you, right. you play the game to escape the thoughts of that. And then right. they put it back in play. Right. And then it's bullshit. And basically like the whole idea is you, if you can't be powerful enough, cause you keep your stats. So it's like literally impossible to be powerful enough, powerful enough to like beat certain boss guys. Yeah. If you did, if you are not on your third play of the game, and I'm like, I don't want to play it three times. Like, was a, this an expansion pack? No, it's just a separate game. It's a separate game. There's are three there of games them. The getting second worse? one, they are because Final Fantasy 13, straight up 13, I thought was pretty good and I liked it a lot. Final Fantasy 13 dash two. Sucked so bad I never finished it. And that's the first Final Fantasy game I never finished. Yeah. And then the ones for the third one, the reviews were a little better. So I thought, all right, maybe they learned their lesson from the shitty second one. Mm-hmm. Mm, apparently not. It's so weird the way they spin off their continuity, too. Like they have 13, which is the 13th in the series. But then they have 13, two, which is the second in the 13th right. series. It's right. so weird. Because they're not sequels of each other. Right, like 13 right. isn't a sequel of 12. So they don't exactly. call it. 14 they have to call it 13 why they need to start just having subtitles and forget the whole numbering system i just feel like i don't know i have to like talk to paul about japanese culture and where it's going because (laughs) i don't know i don't understand like even final fantasy i don't know if it's 14 or 15 now because some of them are online and i don't pay attention to the ones that are online but the newest one that's going to come out for ps4 they're like driving cars and shit and i'm like people don't want that like in America, they don't want that. I want it's supposed to be magic and swords. Yeah, exactly. Not... I w- yes, I want it to be a fantasy mm-hmm. again. I mm-hmm. don't want cars and guns. Like Final Furiousy. W- well, that's the thing is, if you want to play that, that's cool. That's called Grand Theft Auto. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're But right. if you want to play Final Fantasy, you don't want Actually, that. Actually, that would be it'd be Saints Row. Right. 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 Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So Which I don't I love, but right. that that's what I want. But that's what you in. going into. Yes. Exactly. That's the whole problem. Is I'm like, it's just not. A, it ceases to be a Final Fantasy game. It's just irritating because it's like my favorite series. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go play my old ones and then be really happy. <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> good plan. What's yeah. the replay value on the old ones? Is Pretty it high? Good. Yeah, they're really long. So right. like by the time, yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're not phased by the the dated graphics, then yeah, and you well, forget how to do things, I'm so playing you have Toji to figure it out. That's true. So, <laughs> fair point. You have to figure things out all over again because you can't possibly remember how you did everything. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah, I think the yeah I've played. 
10 twice. I've played five twice, four twice. It's a really frustrating when a game series has all, like Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. has all the potential in the world to have this amazing story. And then it just starts slipping downhill. Yeah. And then they try to do something different and it, usually, and it gets worse. And then it's over. It's done. It usually yeah. happens, too, when they decide to start rushing them out every mm-hmm. year. And then the quality drops. Well, a lot See, that of work doesn't goes into Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy. Yeah. Those true, come out. True. Those are big gaps in between those games. But they have been moving slowly away from the turn-based element, too, mm-hmm. which is another, like, okay, that's fine, except when you want to play Final Fantasy, right. you want it to which be Which is turn-based. fine, but that's what Kingdom Hearts was. Like, it was a separate franchise. Exactly. It was Final Fantasy, but it allowed right. real-time combat. It's, so leave that there. Yeah, you got to think when you're doing a series, why do people love it? What do people want out of it? Mm-hmm. And, like, I enjoy that very chess-playing, mm-hmm. back-and-forth turn-based yes. gameplay. Maybe not everybody does, but or, people who loved Final Fantasy VI obviously love turn-based play. And if you want to introduce that new gameplay, do it Fallout style, where they give say, you the choice. Yeah. Like you can at any point in Fallout Three, or I assume New Vegas. I wouldn't know because I've never played it. But <laughs> in Fallout Three, you you hit pause or select or whatever, and it brings up the turn-based combat instead of the real-time combat. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah, and I haven't played Lego Batman three because of it because I like I only I kind of I'm like a, I'm like so a one time. I'm a one game kind of girl. Yeah, yeah, so, I am too. Yeah. I just when I have to review stuff. Yeah, I have to Rob's jump totally a, a one game kind of girl. Yeah, I'm a one game kind of girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at his look at the look in his face when he says it. <laughs> it's great. I, I like, wish everybody could see. I'm this. just glad he's self aware. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. that's important. Yeah, he's he's the, <laughs> he's the Deadpool of the gang. I have cosmic awareness, yes. what they call that power. Yes. I'm the ambush bug, His if you will. His face is also turning slightly pink. Mm. Yes, because I'm a girl, and I like pink. <laughs> and I get embarrassed easily. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Okay. okay, that's it. Okay. Uh, you said you had none, right? So No. My only freak out is uh, last week we had said you'd be hearing the Geek Gen Awards this week. Oh, clearly, oh right. Clearly that didn't happen. Oops. Uh, we actually recorded the Geek Gen Award episode prior to doing our Japan Crate mm-hmm. episode. It was a nice hour, 25 minute long uh, rant. It ended up kind of being like, and it's all gone because I don't know what happened. But when I went to go back in and edit the audio, I'd finished the first like 25 minutes of editing the episode. And then all of a sudden, like I could see the waveforms on the screen. They're all still there. And there's just no audio whatsoever. And I was like, just gone, just gone. So then I was like, okay, maybe it's just this small portion. I'll cut out this award. It was like during the sidekick award. So I cut that one out and I was like, okay, we're back on track. And then it happened again and then it happened again <laughs> and again and again and again and again throughout the rest of the track. Right. And I was like, I don't know what happened because we got no errors. <clears throat> Anytime we had lost another episode in the past, but it was very evident as to why that happened. There was like a crash of the software. This time there was no indication until I went back to it later that we had lost it. So that is a huge bummer. And I was just burnt out from going through it the first time. So instead, we're going to put a post up over on thegeekgeneration.com. I I apologize to those that were anxious to hear the results of the Geek Gen Awards. That is a fun show to do at times. But I got burnt out after doing it. And I was like, redo the whole thing. It is. It is the same enthusiasm. Yeah. It's not new anymore because now we know all the results and we've already discussed them all. So I'm going to put them up as a post so you guys can still see who won what. There's just no Geek Gen Awards show this year. So I apologize for that, but technological errors happen. Can't really do a lot about it. That's my only freak out, though. That's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Uh, because people have said via our survey that they're not even aware 
somehow that they can contribute via Patreon, I'm going to go ahead and remind you guys <laughs> the the number of people that responded saying they didn't even know they could donate via Patreon was shocking to me. That's pretty weird. Because I say it at least every other episode. Maybe twice. Maybe twice an episode. Yeah. So and uh, usually at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe those people have tuned out right away. <laughs> they only listen to five minutes of the well, show. Welcome to the Geek Generation. Gone. <laughs> ah, crap. What they were we listening to yeah. again? I they knew they downloaded it and they were just like, oh, why did I do that again? It's like when you get In into, the, you forgot you get into the movie you theater, listening. you've watched so many trailers that you go, what did I even pay a ticket to see? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so if you would like to support what we do here, you can head on over to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. That will bring you to our Patreon page. When you are there, you can sign up, choose an amount, and that amount will be automatically donated to us each month. You can cancel that donation at any time. We ask for $1 a month, which is nothing at all. It is less than a fraction of what you probably pay for your coffees every month. So if you were to uh, hold back one sip and give us a dollar then it's pretty much all working out to the same. Uh, again, the geekgeneration.com slash support in order to do that. We're going to do some quick news stories before we get out of here. We're already uh, past an hour, quite a bit. So uh, I don't want to do everything we had planned because we're going to save some stuff for some other shows, and I hate editing things that are too long. <laughs> but there are some very timely news things that I thought we would talk about before we get out of here. Sad news this week as actor, director, author, and sci-fi legend Leonard Nimoy has passed away at the age of 83 due to complications from chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. For people that don't know what COPD is, that is something that you get from smoking. From smoking. He, mm -hmm. he quit 30 years ago smoking, but it was too late. Shit lingers. The damage had been done. And coincidentally, same thing that took Scotty from us, James yeah. Doohan. Born in Boston, Massachusetts. His career began in the early 1950s, but came to prominence in 1966 when Nimoy debuted the role of Mr. Spock on the original series of Star Trek. After performing as the character for the initial three seasons, Nimoy would continue on as Spock in the six films featuring the original cast, the two-part episode Unification for Star Trek The Next Generation, and served as the connecting link to the original timeline in J.J. Abrams' reboot films. After directing the third and fourth films in the Star Trek franchise, he went on to a successful career behind the camera, helming 1987's number one box office hit, Three Men and a Baby. Really? Yep. Wow. He directed that. That movie was awesome. It was. In addition to his role on Star Trek, Nimoy is also well known as part of the cast of Mission Impossible, the original one, not the movies, the series, as the voice of Galvatron in 1986's Transformers of the movie and appearing as Dr. William Bell in 11 episodes of J.J. Abrams' series Fringe. He was awesome on wow. Fringe. Yeah, he really was. He was awesome in everything. Pretty much. Yeah. And a stand-up guy and amazing. Uh, 83 is far too young for him. Yeah. Feels like, but again, that damn smoking. So don't smoke, people. Come don't on. Don't smoke. Smoking's the bad. The fact that anybody smokes anymore is just preposterous to me. You know what I don't get about it on top of everything else? Is this culture is like obsessed with like beauty and like makeup and hair and clothes and smoking makes you smell terrible and look terrible. Why would you like buy cologne and then smoke because yes. you smell awful? Yep. Everybody that walks by you is like that human stinks. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm offending yeah. anybody, but they do because you smell bad. You yeah. smell bad. If, if you smoke and you're listening to the show, you smell right now. And yeah. the people around you know you smell, but they're not telling you. That's right. So that's right. Right now. You smell. You smell. You smell. <laughs> Just so you know. And you your think, and you maybe think you don't. You're like, well, I drive with the window down. It yep. doesn't matter. Your teeth and your eyes are yellowish. Matter. Yeah, gross. You're gross. Gross, gross, gross. Put it but uh, Put it Leonard down. Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy, amazing guy with a fantastic legacy. 
lived long and prospered. I will put my tribute picture up to him, uh, tribute picture to him up on the geekgeneration.com in the show notes too. I got a little creative with my photography and <laughs> made a little Spock tribute. The Federal Communications Commission has approved the policy known as net neutrality by a three to two vote. FCC Chairman Tom Wheeler says the policy will ensure, quote, that no one, whether government or corporate, should control free open access to the Internet. The vote reclassifies broadband Internet as a public utility, regulating both the fixed broadband lines that go into your home and mobile broadband. So if you guys remember that John Oliver bit where he was really trying to get all the trolls to email the FCC and get net neutrality passed, it passed. So that is a victory. What does all this actually mean? Mm-hmm. ISPs will be prevented from offering paid prioritization or fast and slow lanes. It also prevents ISPs from actively blocking access to online content or from punitively throttling certain kinds of traffic, such as torrents and video streaming. In other words, net neutrality is the idea that all traffic on the Internet should be treated equally. Yes. So there's no Internet service provider that can say, we're going to slow down your ability to get the data from Netflix because it takes up so much and it's a data hog. They cannot do that for any reason. What they can do. So there's some fine lines here that they're still working on. Pissed off about something here. Yeah. What they can do is they could throttle all the traffic and they could say, since this is taking, since we can't, slow down netflix we'll just slow down everything is that what people are getting upset about i kept seeing people post that there's an off switch now or something there's not necessarily well, well, no there's not an off switch there's um okay so what's going to change that yeah right nothing. now right now nothing we've already been operating under open policies for a while the fcc regulations do however allow government oversight in which internet service is deemed a public right So it's not just something that you buy anymore. It is a public right. Consumers can complain if they don't believe they're being treated fairly. And the FCC now has the power to act on those complaints. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Republicans will say that's a bad thing because now it can be regulated by the government. And they want no government oversight in these type of things. But since it's a utility, it's like water. It's like the telephone. It's like electricity. Internet is one of those basic needs that you need to have now. (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah. And that's all this is saying. And now you have a right. Well, they and poisoned you have, our water. Yeah. Uh, and they're listening to our phone conversation. Yeah. So what's going to happen to the internet? Uh, probably the same stuff they've been doing already. Probably. <laughs> but now we have a right to complain about it. And there's an organization that will go after and give some backing to those complaints. Complaints about Verizon's service or complaints about people on the internet? And not not about people on the internet, about the just service want to clarify that well, because like, now I go like, look what the FCC did to Howard Stern. Are they going to pick some website it's and not shut that. it down no, because they can't. they're just like, we hate this? Or no, that? all data is equal. They can't okay. do yeah. that. Yep. I, I think what like Rob is saying about how like he could slow, you could slow everything down. So mm. if you feel like Verizon has like made your service worse mm-hmm. then you could complain. Yeah, good. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're like, and not like complain like it, it goes out too much. Because that's from the company being a shitty company. Right, right. So not like on a corporate level, but on like, I think they're throttling me. Then yeah. you could complain. Yep. I used to be able to do this, this, and this. And which now Verizon, nothing's working right. Which yeah, Verizon did. They did? They did. Because Fios had two speeds. They were offering a faster track for an extra $10 a month. Yes. You could oh. pay $10 to get Fios Quantum. And Mike and I were like, fuck you. So we didn't. 
And they kind of actually, it, this was before the whole neutrality thing, but like they um, ended up realizing they were screwing themselves because nobody was buying that. So they just right. ended up making everybody faster. Cox Communications does that. There's like four levels mm-hmm. of internet. Yeah. Well, that's different because you can pay for different speeds. Yeah. That's not going okay. to change. Well, what, right. the, what the quantum thing, I didn't make myself clear. What the quantum thing, the problem was that they slowed down the regular service. Oh, yeah. Because the, when we signed up to for try it, to force you to go pay force more. Force you to get They the can $10 still do upcharge. that. They can still do that. Well, they kind of realize that um, yeah. their customers got real this, pissed off. <laughs> this would not restrict that, though, because okay. they're being open. They're okay. being open about what they're doing. They're not. This... No, they didn't tell us they were throttling. This is what oh. happened. We signed up for Fios yep. and we asked them which speed would be appropriate for our usage okay. because we have two laptops, two smartphones and one TV with Netflix on yep. it. So and they asked, we asked and they said, are you when you are watching Netflix, are you also on your phone and on your laptop and doing a shitload of Which things at the same time? Down, yeah. And we said, no, yeah. like if we watch a movie, we're just watching a movie. OK. And the lady on the phone was like, no, then you're fine. Yep. Like the slower service sense. will be fine mm-hmm. because there's only two of you yeah. and you're not doing a million things at once. So for like a year, we yep. were fine. And then this quantum thing came out and Netflix wouldn't fucking work. anymore. Uh. So that's when we were like, uh, hello, like we. We're not doing a million things at once. We right. are just watching a movie. So, okay. So to be more clear, they can still do that, but Fuck they have to be transparent about it. They yeah. have to say that they're throttling and they have to tell you what your data speed is. Right. So that is part of this. It's transparency is part of this whole thing. Right. The main thing that this is doing is saying that they can't, they can't allow one and throttle another as mm-hmm. far as what's offered within that service that you pay for. So you pay for a certain speed. You have to be able to get that speed on everything. They can't slow down Netflix versus something else. They can't slow down a certain website versus a certain other gotcha. one. They can't slow down an app versus another one. You can't like yeah. throttle individual things. Yeah. But they can cap out what your max speed is as long as they're being fair and equal and transparent about it. Yeah. 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 They were not transparent. Yeah. But now that is something they would have to be because, right. yeah, that rule did not exist before. Right. And companies like Comcast, too, would say once you got to a certain data usage, they would start throttling. Again, they can do that as long as they're being equal across all your data. But they also have to tell you what that point is when they're going to start throttling, what they're going to throttle it to. All that has to be transparent now. So as long as they're being equal and transparent, they can still do what they want. Mm-hmm. But. They're what? just going to end up shooting themselves in the exactly, foot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now we're going to know, and now it's going to be a problem. And we can complain about it now and have an agency that backs us up. Right. Mm. Uh, we're going to cut the news there. And just to wrap up the show, let's do the smash up real quick. Oh, smash! Last time on the smash up, I asked you for lesser sitcoms. I gave you the examples of Divorced with Pets, Jesus Saves by the Bell, and the Cosby Show. The only difference is that instead of a doctor, Cliff Huxtable is a bartender. Terrible. Mm. Your responses came back from Dan Clark. Perfect Stranger Danger. <laughs> How I Met My Baby Daddy. Oh, I like it. On Maury. Ah. And Curb Stomp Your Enthusiasm. Oh, I like it. <laughs> now, there were some other submissions that from other people that actually made them better shows. So I didn't include those because it's lesser sitcoms. Make them worse, not better. Those lessers were more politically incorrect than like lesser. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, that's possibly true. Uh, Rocky Suits writes in, it's always rainy in Seattle. That's definitely a lesser. Yeah. yeah. The Little Pop Hypothesis. Is that the Big Bang Theory? Hmm. Uh, Barney Landman writes in, Burkaholics, the hilarious drug-fueled exploits of three young Muslim ladies. 
instead of workaholics. <laughs> I just read them. I know. <laughs> uh, Brian Jackson writes in House of Cards Against Humanity. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> I, yeah, it might be a step up. I know some of these are arguable as to whether or not they're actually lesser or not. Aaron Shuck writes in Chuck, 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 Chuck. Malcolm X in the middle. <laughs> Why are so many of these becoming like racist and stuff? I don't it's know. So funny. I don't know. It's where we go to. Sabrina the Teenage Bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that was already a show, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, oh. And Clarissa explains absolutely nothing. Nice. Nice. There's a bit of a Melissa Joan Hart hang up right there between those I last two ones. I wonder who has one of those. Yeah, I wonder. And lastly, Paul O writes in How I Met the Bitch That Took My House and Half My Money. The story of Greg Hosby, a helpless romantic who is baited into marriage by the wrong woman. The sitcom follows his life through the nine years of his failed marriage, only to end exactly how we think it does. Suicide in front of his kids during his weekly unsupervised visitation. Nice. Paul's, Paul always goes really dark. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's a lawyer. He sees a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. The creationist theory. A group of kids who peaked in high school live in an oppressive society driven by creationist ideals, which ignores logic and science. Neil deGrasse Tyson narrates the series. <laughs> Just to throw that in. Now, granted, Paulo said I should be do these, doing these in a Casey Kasem impression, which I cannot do. That is why I'm just reading them. So if you want to imagine these in a Casey Kasem impression. Alexa, Paul, Rob. who is Casey Kasem? <laughs> Alexa, who is Casey Kasem? <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> no dice. No, Paul, Rob Nothing. only has one octave. One octave. Just it. I know who Casey Kasem is, by the way. I just thought it'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if we do this? Alexa, Wikipedia Casey Kasem. Louis Sekely, known professionally what? as Louis C.K., is a Mexican-American comedian, He's Mexican? editor, huh? writer, producer, director, and actor. Whatever. Well, Thanks. that didn't work, but we learned that Louis C.K. is Mexican. Wow. Yeah. That worked out well, actually. Go yeah. figure. We learned new the shit by accident. You know. <laughs> Realistic mid-20s girl. Follow the life of Jess, a college graduate saddled with mounds of educational debt and no job opportunities. Forced to work in menial labor positions in order to pay her bills, watches her degrees in sociology and politics go to waste, and her life spirals out of control due to crippling heroin addiction. What the? Wow. <laughs> they didn't do lesser shows. They did darker shows. <laughs> oh, that's often lesser. And lastly, two really broke girls. Jen and Diane come from opposite sides of the tracks, from a town where both sides of the tracks live below the poverty line. <laughs> Watches these girls struggle and hustle to build a business while dodging debt collectors and clinically insane ex-boyfriends. Oh, and one of them has a cow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so that means I need to leave you with a smash-up category for next time. In this one, we're going to do cartoon character bands. So choose a cartoon character. Choose a band, smash them up together. No explanations needed. This is just simple wordplay. The examples that I will leave you with. Queens of the Flintstone Age. Nice. The Mighty Mighty Mouse Tones. Very good. And my favorite one, Mr. Magoo Goo Dolls. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I am an imbecile. Uh. He has a lot of time. I write these all right before the show. Do you? I do. They just come out that quick? No, I <laughs> spend too much time oh. doing it, but I do do them right before the show usually. Uh, if you have a smash up that you want to send in, you can email those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or tweet them to at geekgeneration. If you have ideas for a future smash up category, you can send those in too. We're going to wrap it up for this week. Final thoughts or something you'd like to plug, Mike Bobby. Follow me on Instagram 
Mike from the gym. Wow, you use the real name of the service. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> edit that. You can follow me on Insta shit. Oh, Mike from the gym. Now it's getting harder. Or, uh, it's Wesley lesser. Fitness or yeah, or <laughs> SBV supplements. Okay. Oh. Sounds good, Anna. No. Nope. Anna's got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. In order to see what else we do, then you can head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can follow us at thegeekgeneration.com slash Tumblr and at Geek Generation on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. Send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. Link to their site can also be found on our site. Machine Super Manacy? That's another one, right? Yes. Okay, I just wrote one on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Later. Bye. Make it so.